This is episode 652 for November 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is from Blondie. Why did I choose it? Because she's going to get you, get you, get you, just like Harry Osborn gotcha in the latest issue of Kindred. I knew it was a stretch, but I think the song fits for this episode. Before we get there uh, to the episode review of all those titles, uh, I want to thank the Patreon members that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So I want to personally thank Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Michael 2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Scott, Vinkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Avenji, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, J, Jared, John J, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Steven, Stewart, Symbiobro, Thomas, Toby Z, and last but not least, Nick. Again, they all logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They get some exclusive episodes. They also get perks of every episode two weeks earlier. For instance, they've had this episode for two weeks before it was released to the public, so that's a nice perk. One more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thank you for your support and help me pay the bills. All right, on with the show. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our review show that you guys have been looking forward to. I've had so many requests to review all these books. We had to get this out ASAP, so let's introduce the panel. We've got Neil. What's going on, sir? I'm tired, and I'm looking forward to reading some good comics. Six of them tonight. We're going to plow through them in two hours is our goal. Wow. Kelly, what's going on, Kelly? Hey, I'm good. It's Friday the 13th while we're recording, which is very spooky. Nobody sees our internet connection may go out. It may. Especially especially in 2020, anything can happen today. It's true. And we have Mike. What's going on, Mike? Why did Kelly have to mention it was Friday the 13th? Did nothing go wrong for you today, Mike? Uh, not yet, but we're very, I'm experiencing we're experiencing high winds in my area, so who knows? Oh. <laughs> on house right now, we don't want. That. Uh, speaking of wicked witches and houses, Jr., what's going on? <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't even review any comics for you. I should just walk <laughs> off, you know, and okay. spit in your face, you know, okay, and leave bye, you JR. with like an hour of dead air. But but I want I actually I need you to do me a favor. I need you to permanently ban Peter Palmer 13 from any interaction with the crawl space. Why? What, what did Peter Palmer do? Well, Peter Palmer watched the Mary Jane cosplay uh, show on YouTube and he decided to leave this comment. This podcast is quite easier on the eyes than Spider History or Friday Night Fight. Not only me has been personally insulted, but our good friend George Barriman has been personally insulted. I want Peter Palmer banned from this site. I want justice for me and George. I, I, so here's the thing, though. The, so, the, the call so, space so Discord I, is Cuba, and he's a refugee there. So, oh, well, I mean, I was going to say I could just buy you guys all Mary Jane like costumes. I can get you the sparkly dress and the red wig, and and then uh, then y'all will be are, just I, like I don't it. Think it goes in my size, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think I can pull it off. <laughs> oh, middle aged and fat. 
I have an alias on the site. My alias is Peter Palmer. I said it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and you're the one they wanted to wear the red wig, too. <laughs> no, that was just me, and Pete was horrified. Uh, and... so All right. And <laughs> first time of reviewing on the amazing book. Welcome, Tyler. Send me over on the house. Welcome, sir. Hello. All right, buddy. Got my, got my agent venom. You know, up yep. there. So you literally have a gun to your head from Agent <laughs> Venom. <laughs> almost like you're married like JR. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's uh heroing says it's official JR is the Jonah of the crawl space. It's true. Javi, what's going on, Javi? Hey, Javi. Hey. Comet says they were called out. That's true. Okay, before we get there. Uh, we have not had an Apple podcast review or iTunes, as I always call it. Uh, so I think I, oh, you know what? I should, I should, um, let me remove. No, I don't want to, I'm going to share my screen with iTunes. So you guys can see it. Let's add it up there. There we go. Now you guys oh, can perfect. see it. So let me move this. All right. We have a review from Lisette M. November 2nd, 2020. The subject title, the best superhero podcast in the known galaxy. Five out of five stars. Hi, my name is Joe. And I've been listening to the podcast since I was 13. You guys are the reason I got into comics and my love for Spider-Man has grown exponentially since I started listening. One of the best memories is being in the car and listening to George Breakdown Fight Night. Especially, specifically when Spidey beat the crap out of the X-Men in Secret Wars. Take that, suck at JR. All in all, <laughs> I just want to say thank you all for giving me a place to learn, laugh, and love this character that never ceases to amaze me. And P.S. JR, you're the grandpa I never had. <laughs> Aww. Aww. All I'm right, reaction. George. I mean, Jr. <laughs> wow. Well, I shared it with Sp I shared that with Spencer, and he was utterly appalled. Uh, since since he says I've always hated it when people thought you were my grandfather, and this poor blank blank sees you as one. So well, that was nice. So, and you know, he didn't say how old he was. He says he's been listening to it since he was thirteen. I would like to know how old he is now. But that is really nice. I imagine maybe if not the whole journey. So I think that's kind of fun. So that was really nice. Well, set, uh, AKA Joe. So thank you for writing that review. If you'd like to do a review, just log on to iTunes and we will read it on the air. We haven't had one since, uh, February 8th, 2020. So this is November 2nd. We've gone most of the year with that one, but I blame 2020. It's all on Spotify, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you guys can do that. So let me, uh, pull up the uh, cover of our very first Mike. Uh, we're hearing that feedback that we heard last time. If you could wiggle yeah. your water or something, I'm not sure what's going on. Is it doing this? Is it sound like this? It, sound, it sounds like there's like a fan going off in the back. There is a fan going on. That's my heater. <laughs> so oh. I can actually turn it oh, off. Okay. That's probably exactly that? what it is. How's that? Um, yeah, that sounds yeah, like it's better, much better now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we're going to review. I'm I'm going to lose track of all these numbers. We've got 50, 50 lure, 51, 51 lure, 52, 
52 lure. So that's six issues, right? Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. So, JR, you're starting us off with issue 50. We just paid 10 bucks for a comic last month. And how much is this bad boy? This is $5.99. Six bucks. So, JR, take me through this one. Uh, well, <clears throat> the issue opens with Kindred apologizing not only to Peter Parker, but to all comic book readers for the story uh, not getting to this point for more than two years and putting them through Craven's last dump, which went way too long, a GOG story no one cared about, a subplot with the Kingpin that went nowhere so far, a storyline betting on superhero fights that has been done before, uh, a story about a device that predicted the future that no one cared about, a 2099 crossover, an absolute <laughs> carnage crossover, a special <laughs> issue with Sin Eater snake handling father that nobody cared about. But now, finally, the time has come to actually tell the story that we've all been waiting yeah, for. We've been waiting for this one. And so we see Kindred in a graveyard and he's digging up the body of George Stacy. Oh when my. he gets to the body, he finds out that the head bone was disconnected from the neck bone and the neck <laughs> bone was disconnected from the shoulder bone and the shoulder bone was disconnected from the neck bone. But anyway, I hear the word of the Lord to move on. So, so now we go to where Spider-Man is uh, has just gotten the crap beaten out of him, and he's laying in the rubble drooling. Okay, well, after that brief interlude, we go to our hero, Norman Osborn. Uh, if you remember from issue 850, uh, was uh, kicked off the boat, leaving the tunnels of Ravencroft after he exceeded the weight limit, and he went all Joe Biden by sniffing Gwen. Oh, uh, smells like two spirit. I know. Look yeah, I know. Anyway, so so Norman's picking himself up when he goes, of all the times Parker decided to grow a pair, and then the senior, <laughs> who's no longer the juggernaut bitch, is pointing a <laughs> rifle at Norman, telling him that his sins are many. And Norman says, you dumb mother, don't you know who it is who you're taking orders from? He's not this all-powerful, McFarlane-esque spawn wannabe he's trying to be. Hell, read Spectacular Spider-Man 25. See how much he ripped off Carrion's motif. You know, with this whole, oh, I'm dead and I'm a walking pile of rotting flesh. Ooh, aren't I scary? Um, but, you know, then Norman says, but it's not too late, Stan. I'm offering you a choice. Join me. Imagine what we could accomplish together, what we could create. But then he realizes that the scene eater is unmoved. And Norman says, ah, I can't fool you. You knew I was ripping off lines from an old movie, didn't you? Ah, well, I'm sorry. It's just these voices inside my head, echoes of things that you said, and Stuart Copeland's drums. Ah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm so sick. Help me. Then Norman realizes the gig is up and it's time to face the music. And he says, ha ha, you got me. Go ahead and kill him. Whoa. He's of no use to me anymore. He's brought props. Double Damn. props. <laughs> Gay props. <laughs> oh, we killed him. At He's least it's not a Ben Riley toy. No. <laughs> Somebody get mouth the mouth of Jr. Neil, you're closest. No. <laughs> <laughs> I scene shift, the scene shifts to Doctor Strange's house. 
Spider-Man crawls to Dr. Strange's house and folds like a cheap suit. And then the scene switches to Kindred visiting the Sin Eater. And the Sin Eater is expecting to go to heaven and meet mm-hmm. Jesus and sing with the angels and play harps and stuff. But Kindred says, not so fast. There's one sin you didn't confess to. You won't face the fact that you killed your own partner for doing business with drug dealers. So Kindred sucks all the sins out that the sin eater is eaten, and he sends them into the bodies of the of Spider-Man's heretofore utterly useless friends. And he finally makes them somewhat relevant to the story. So anyway, yeah. then they all start beating the crap out of Spidey, which brings us to where we found him all uh, laying down and drooling and, and staggering to Dr. Strange's house. So as Dr. Strange is trying to fix him, you know, he asks, you know, well, Spider-Man, how did you get into this mess? Well, we don't exactly hear what Spider-Man tells Dr. Strange, but then we hear Dr. Strange's reaction. You did what? You made a deal with a demonic entity? And Spider-Man says, well, you'll have to be more specific, Doc. I've made a deal with more than one in my day. (laughs) So, and then Doctor Strange goes, don't you realize how stupid that was? Do you want to go through another hundred issues of horribly written (laughs) stories by a tag team of revolving writers being forced to date a woman with you have with whom you have no chemistry whatsoever because it was a dictate from Joe Casada, you know, and then get your body stolen by Dr. Octopus all over again. Well, now that you put it that way, <laughs> uh, but then Silk burst into the sanctimonious sanctorium ready to wreak havoc. Anyway, so now we go to a scene where Kindred is setting a ghoulish dinner dinner table, not only with the skeleton of George Stacy, but that of Gwen as well, who, even though she no longer has any skin on her bones, has a full (laughs) head of hair and her headband. That headband cannot be destroyed. Agreed. So back at Ravencroft, Norman wakes up and Dr. Kafka, or the clone of Dr. Kafka, finds him, but he's not evil anymore. Mm. He's gentle. Sensitive Norman. Oh. Getting in touch with his sensitive side. And oh, he begins to look back on a lifetime of regret. Oh no, what have I done? Everything is my fault. Oh, this madness and mayhem. It's all my fault. Kindred, we have to find him before he burns the city to the ground. And we can't tell the authorities because they'll only want to hurt him when all he needs is help. And Dr. Kafka asks, wait a minute. If he's going to burn the city to the ground, why are you so concerned about helping him? Because? Because it's like Dark Bark has been saying all along, (laughs) all this time. It is. Through more than two years of false starts, delays, and mediocre stories. Say his name. He's my son. Yeah. (laughs) First, we attack his heart. (laughs) And the reflection of Harry Osborne looks back at him. To be continued. Ryan Reed loves this. Mary says remorseful Norman Osborne smiley crying face. <laughs> um, all right. JR, you yes. ate that, you ate up the senior, uh, ate up the furniture with that. So what's your grade? Come on. 
Well, yeah, I, 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 gave, I gave it a B plus. I gave it Whoa. a B plus. Yeah. Is it because right. the cover was good? Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Well, right. because I, th uh, I think it finally realized uh, the goodness that lies within the heart of Norman Osborn. <laughs> <laughs> the hero he always was meant to be. All right, oh, go around the horn. Tyler, what would you give that for a grade? I'd give it an A. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think the story's fantastic, and just uh, even the art, art Gleason's art, it just shines yeah. in this. Like I, there's that one specific panel of him with a mask. I, oh yeah, I the half, the half face like Spidey does. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what's your grade? Oh, hold on, Mike. I've muted you. Hold on. There you go. You're <laughs> yeah. unmuted, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, this will be short. Uh, I'm giving it a B plus also. B plus. Ke Same as Jay. Kelly, what do you give it for a grade? A minus. I really uh, ne like it. Neil, grade? Flat A. Make it two flat A's. I liked it a lot, too. All right. Well, I like it. Doesn't count, I guess. Tyler doesn't, Tyler doesn't count. <laughs> oh, make it three. Uh, 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 three A's. I'm sorry. <laughs> just when he said flat A, I don't know. <laughs> that just sounded different than what Tyler said. F Tyler was like a, a curvy A. If you were, oh, and never mind. No, uh -oh. no, 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 no. Let's not no. go down that. We might be demonetized. Okay, Jr. I want to hear your pros. This is a Norman we've never seen before. He was nice. Well, uh, and that is a positive. Uh, yes. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious because it's something different. Um, although I'm very disappointed because the reveals the cover reveal for an issue several months down the line indicates he may turn evil again, and that will just break yeah. my heart. Uh, no, won't. But, uh, but uh, no, well, I mean, finally, this. I mean, finally, it's the story we've been waiting for. It's the kickoff we've been waiting for. You know, yeah. the the chapter one of the story we've been waiting for. Um, so that's, um, <clears throat> you know, so I mean, yeah, so it was very positive and, and it is on a great cliffhanger. I mean, you know, you got to love the cliffhanger, even though, yeah. and uh, I forget who said, uh, Adam Winchell says, I believe both George and Jr. called it as Harry beforehand. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, yeah, but I think I'm trying to think, I think Mark. Mark might've been the first one first yep. to uh, to actually pull the plug on it. But, uh, but no, it was, a, it was a great reveal, even though mm -hmm. we knew it was coming. I mean, we're glad it was, what it was hopefully are it you is happy are you happy it's harry yes As a, you are okay yeah uh, well for one because the clue the clue it was the clues were honest even if we the fact yeah, that we true. guessed yeah. beforehand i mean some we should be able to to guess it in a way or we should be able to look back and say that makes sense unlike some of slots mysteries which what yeah yeah yeah. It's me, Ben yeah. Riley. It's me all along. It's me, Norman Osborn with plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it's me, Dr. Octopus. I did it all along. I saved Parker Industries. Yay. JR, and what's your theory? How is Harry above the ground? Who is that Harry that we've seen for the last 10 years? Well, I, I, I don't have any. I mean, I don't, I don't have any creative thoughts in my own head. I, I only know yeah. the best one I've read so far, and I think it's been said on this show, too, that, that, that that's the Harry that died. And yeah. the other Harry, the one that's been running around is not the real Harry or is a double yeah. or whatever, but, yeah. but it's the, it's the Harry who died at the end of spectacular 200 is the best that I've heard. Uh, also, there was a mention of a deal with the devil here. We haven't touched that in 10 years. Mm -hmm. What do you all think of that? Very on the nose. And I think it's going somewhere. I'm exactly. Excited. Well, I am too. Especially if you get into the later issues too. I mean, because I mean, yeah, yeah we're we'll, we'll talk get about into that. We'll talk, we'll talk about that when. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, I'll talk about that in fifty-two. But yeah. no, with 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 the points that he was making about like uh, it had to be Harry. Like I was saying for a long time, it had to be one of two people. It was either uh, 
it was either Harry Osborne or it was part of Peter Parker's soul. And those are the only mm-hmm. two part options that made sense to me at all. Especially after that, like after that, the Norman Osborne conversation in the in Ravencroft, mm-hmm. it, that was those were it narrowed it down to just those two. Yeah. And so yeah, yep. the, to, to the, go. Oh, yeah, go sorry. ahead, Neil. To, to follow up on what JR said about it being hairy, I am very glad that Spencer didn't do like a red herring. I know that a bunch of people, the, like the absolute carnage tie in, kind of made people think and do- go back on doubt themselves. But I am very glad that Spencer played it honest and he didn't like try to do some like massive uh, pivot to a different character at the last minute. I very much appreciate that. Well, it also addresses something that Spencer has been saying about this arc the whole time. It says it's not a matter of who, it's a matter of why. Because we know if we know who if Kindred is, but we don't know why he's necessarily doing this and why he how or how he got this way either. I mean, we can talk about a bunch of theories. And this is the evil Harry that sent the demonic parents. Is this this right, Jr.? Is this? Well, I mean, theoretically, I mean, if this is the Harry that died, then this is the Harry that, that you know, went bonkers and did and did the um, and did the robot parent storyline and, and things. Well, like that. there's a couple ideas I do have. Like, it, you okay. can, it can still be the Harry who died, and it still be the one we saw in Brand New Day because you can have a thing where, like, oh, maybe Harry got a cold of like the tablet of time and life and death or something, and he got that's why he got his powers that way, or. I- or it gets into, or later issues, it gets, we, we're going to talk about more. Like, there's another, especially the end of one issue, really kind of pops up another theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that I was about to discuss the other theory, which, yeah, we should probably hold that until 52 because that's, mm-hmm. yep. it gives credence there, but that, because that's my main theory at this point. Mm-hmm. Here's something curious. Adam wants to know does Peter remember the Mephisto deal or not? Did he nope. say, you think think he no, he does not. He does not. We'll, we'll talk he about that later, but someone not. I think yeah. does. How did, how did he say that he made a deal with the, a demonic figure? Then, how what was Strange referencing? Then, I th- I think it was referencing what he did with Senior. Like he taught, he made a essentially he made a pact with Senior by giving him Norman. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I, well, yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's how yeah. I interpreted it at least. Well, I think that that's how, that's what Peter interpreted it as. But like as we get into my review, it's very clear that there's something over peter yeah. that strange can sense about this about one more day mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where we're getting what we're getting yeah. into is that this is unraveling thanks yep. to kindred no doubt mm-hmm. all right to keep it at a good pace uh let's keep going mike you've got the next issue right uh yeah and this actually will be very short because like i said not much happens here um exactly. is, except four dollars this- left your wallet yeah um, this is also this is co-written by by the way by Michael Rosenberg and we get an art shift as well. Um, yeah. So to keep this simple, we have two things going on. One is Norman Osborn still contrite, still kind of saying, "Oh, woe is me! I did such terrible things to my son Harry." He's talking basically talking to Doctor Kaufman. How he's like, "Oh, I mean, this is all everything that's happening is all my fault." Um, you know, it's like this is everything that he's doing is, is a result of what I've done and everything like this, and. Throughout the story, we're also getting a flashback to what happened between Spider-Man and his fight with the now-possessed um, Order of the Spiders. Or And Kindred apparently is speaking through Man- Man- uh, Julie Carpenter, a.k.a. the worst psychic in the world, uh, because um, – yeah. Essentially, you know, and basically, again, once we get more kindred taunts, like, oh, no, no, this is all your fault. See, all your sins are coming back to get you, Peter, and here I'm coming for you, and blah, 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 and everything. And during the fight, um, 
because we're inside Norman Osborn's like that goblin sub thing that they took. Um, during the fight, the glad the port the uh, the, the uh, front portal window shatters, and water basically starts flooding in, and so Spider Man nearly drowns, but he manages to get back up to the surface again. I mean, even though he was probably in the Hudson River, it's probably gross and stuff and everything like this, but he manages to get up and everything like this. But then all the other Order of the Spiders also survive. And they're standing over him and Kindred through, speaking to him and says, Oh, we could easily destroy you now, but we're 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 gonna we're gonna tease it out a little bit more. You know, right now we're so we're gonna send so in the meantime, we're just gonna wreck the city. And just, you know, just go havoc. That way you can have more guilt gets piled upon you and everything like this. So you'll be begging for us to uh, you know, begging for death at the end. And that's when Spider-Man then we go we zoom back what we saw in issue fifty, where he essentially goes to Doctor Strange. Or does he? We'll get to that in a minute. Then by the end of this issue, um, again, as Norman Osborne's burying his soul to Dr. Kafka, the Dr. Kafka says, Well, wait, so well, how are you gonna help your son? And then and then Norman's like, Well, I can't do it. He's Harry's gonna blame me and everything like this. And she's he says, um, and he can't really turn to Peter because he's mad at him. There's only one person that Harry can turn to. And we cut to the issue of a plane returning to New York, and it is Mary Jane, Mary Jane Watson finally coming out of her now canceled her, her long Mary lost Mary Jane Jane out, out of witness out of witness protection. <laughs> out of witness no protection. <laughs> now, now coming back into the story proper. So yeah. and that's the conclusion of the issue. So uh, real quick, uh, well, let's go around the horn for grades, and I want to comment on something. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your grade, Mike? I'm giving this a B minus. Not as good as the first one, but you know, yeah. it's all right. J- it is what it is. Jr. I gave it a C plus. Okay, Tyler. You gave it a B plus. Uh, Kelly. B plus. Neil. B plus. C plus out of me. Uh, what's up with this cover and? Um, look at Spider Woman over here with that goofy new costume. <laughs> Someone said oh, yeah. in comment looks like uh, Maddie Franklin. It does. And when you does. when you go to the issue, she's got her other costume on. Look at that. I want to mm-hmm. point out that they switch between costumes on the covers, and I think within the book because I think in uh-huh. late, maybe I, th- I don't know, is it in the later issues? But I think she turns into her. Into her new solo costume. I could be wrong though, but it's very inconsistent on the covers. Oh yeah, very much so. We'll we'll talk about this a little bit in satellites, but I have a feeling there was probably some discussion, uh, probably before COVID, and then somewhere along the lines of 2020. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'd ultimately, Carla ultimately decided she wanted to keep the the Spider Woman series with the new suit. But for some strange reason, that had to have been a lot of confusion because I don't understand how every different artist has a different costume yep. for her during this yeah. arc without mm-hmm. that because it makes no sense. It, does. it is it's a like, good laugh. It's like it they is. need something called like a, a style sheet, if you will. Or an editor. <laughs> or an editor. <laughs> or an editor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an editor. I mean, that, that's a bit too much, Brad. Come on. This is 2020. <laughs> we can't have editors anymore. Uh, Mike, your pros out of this one? Um, actually, I mean, for I did kind of like that some of the dialogue between Kafka and Norman. I mean, getting a little bit of more that you know, getting. I mean, it's interesting seeing Norman being this kind of being this more open and can kind of contrite, basically like this, essentially kind of getting more. It's 
I mean, seeing Norman as a good person and seeing like what his and doing his self examination is an interesting take. And also, I did like the cliffhanger at the end. It's like, oh, Mary Jane is actually Mary getting involved Jane, in the yeah. story. So those are my two big ones there. So and, and the I other do part- actually, there was this one about the art. I do think it's even though it's a little bit on the sketchy side, I think it's kind of a fits appropriately for the story in general. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's hear some other pros. What did you guys like? The Norman. I mean, yeah, was cool. I was just going to mention the art where it's uh, this is the same artist I believe who did the Miles Morales uh, Absolute Carnage issue, and mm-hmm. it's just got this real nice angular style to it, and I, I just really dig it. I think it really you know helps with the action and whatnot. And yeah. it's really like striking, I think. Yeah, we've been ta- we've been talking about who will take Otley's place on the on the art roster, and I think Bagley has been one of them. But if uh, Vicentini took over, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. I, I'm indifferent about it. His art doesn't turn me off. It doesn't turn me on. So, anyway, uh, other pros. Um, cliffhanger. Spencer Spencer over the course of his career has mastered the art of the cliffhanger. Like every time I every time I get to the end, I want to see what happens next time. And that's part of the job of like a monthly comic book writer. That's true. He did a good, good job with that. Anytime teasing Mary Jane, something new with Mary Jane, that's always a plus. And, uh, and cause, oh, oh, go ahead, Neil. And and going off of that, um, someone in the comments made a point of, you know, taking this book and pushing the spider family into that book and leaving Peter to deal with kindred on his own in the main book that's a plus because i could have easily just had it like intersecting constantly and i'm glad they're kind of separating the two for a while i know eventually they're going to converge but i'm glad that peter's getting the spotlight in his own book in in defense of that neil if you're going to trim the fat these lr books are the fat you could read the regular books and not know not need to know what happened in them i suspect i I don't disagree i'm just saying that like i'm glad that that Peter's getting the spotlight in his solo title and not I would being agree. forced to share it with mm-hmm. the spider family. Yeah. Uh, Mike, let's do cons. I mean, that was my biggest con is these really feel like a cash grab and a stretch of a story that doesn't need it. They do. And this is where yeah. you're going to start seeing the padding come in here, here really heavily. And I would also actually point out the other thing is too, this fight that Peter actually has with the possessed uh, spider people. Yeah. We could have gotten that in the previous issue. Because if because yeah. the previous issue, I mean, it is kind of like, oh, they get possessed, and we don't see what happened there. And then this one shows it, you know, shows. Do it we even here. need the spider people in the story? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. We do. Real, real quick, uh, yeah. going off that, uh, we could have just had the implication, like the fight doesn't have to be even on panel. We can kind of imply what happened is that Peter mm-hmm. fought the spider family, escaped, and got to Doctor Strange's place, and then we could have just kind of pieced together things on our own. I don't think they needed to show the fight scene, but I'm kind of glad we got to see it in a weird way. Yeah. I, what, I, I have a theory on that because as, as we're reading, we're kind of, we're kind of watching all of this fat get cut away. And I think that that's intentional. So I think that at least in Spencer's mind, these characters are important in, in what they're doing is important to show how they are sliding away because they're, they're there for Peter to realize he needs to make a sacrifice to save them and then all of a sudden we're somewhere where they can't go and mm-hmm. so then all of a sudden they're no longer relevant stuff like that so i understand where people are kind of like oh man i want it streamlined but i think yeah. with the way spencer writes this is kind of this is his roundabout way of saying hey i'm trying to get us where you guys want us but i've got to mm-hmm. i've got to write this in this way 
Because so. my editor, who didn't watch the uh, the costume change on the cover, wants another four months <laughs> out of it every week. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can figure out. Any other JR cons? What 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 cons do you have? Is it? I, I would think it's similar to what I just said. Well, I I do want to. <laughs> Excuse me. I do want to mention a pro in that uh, the uh, I'm not much of an art person, but uh, I do like the uh, last page, the last panel, the Mary Jane. I think that's a. I'm curious as to what Shy Town thinks of that one. Because um, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I think that's a really good, a really good Mary Jane. I, I'm uh, pretty sure he liked it, didn't he? Let me yeah, go he back did. to this. Let me go back to the Discord. I'm going to look. I just look at his review. Oh yeah, that's um, a good point. Uh, Jr. Cons. What's your cons? Uh, you know the fight. I mean, it just. You know, the fight was too long. I mean, it really added nothing and nothing was said. It's just, and it's, it's three just kind of, three fourths yeah, the it? same thing over and over. It's like, oh, your sins are coming back to haunt you. Ha ha ha. Bam, yeah. bam, bam. You know, and then even the, the Norman stuff, probably it, 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 it could have been shorter. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, he said a lot of the same things over and over again. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I like the fact that he, I mean, I, like I said, you know, it's like, uh, it's nice to see him be contemplative and I, and I can, and I can actually kind of relate to, you know, it's like, what have I, you know, what have I done to my kids? You know, <laughs> you never, no matter who you are, even if you're not Norman Osborne, uh, that, that goes through the heads, the minds of every parent. Neil, you're right. Um, yeah. There's a fly. There was a fly in front of my face and I wanted to kill it. <laughs> but you're doing a Ralph Macho. Get some without, without me. I muted it. So you guys couldn't hear it. <laughs> Any other comments on this one before we move on? No. All right, Kelly's got the next one. Uh, Good-looking Gleason cover. I I wish it was was... made into a poster. I would have bought it day one. Oh, yeah. No, this this needs to be a poster. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was like one of my notes was like, amazing Gleason cover. Um, I I give it a B, Brad. I was about to say, isn't that almost almost Ditko-esque and it's psychedelic? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. it was creations right there. Love the coloring. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Doctor Strange and Spidey are fighting the mutated slash possessed Silk. Uh, Kindred is talking through her and introduces himself uh, to Strange, explaining that Peter knows exactly who he is and taunts about how Peter has been running from the truth. Um, However, I don't quite know if Peter even knows what truth Kindred's talking about. Um, He also, in my notes, I wrote that he he slightly quoted... uh, police every breath you take which i i appreciated in that line um but uh peter realizes he's got to take some responsibility here and you know take kindred on himself and clean up clean up this mess because it's affecting everyone around him he asked strange uh for help to find kindred and strange agrees they choose to use the hand of vishanti giving him access to the astral plane something peter kind of Seek like kind of was hoping for. Uh, this time they're using it uh, to basically when Strange is trying to use it, he's realizing that since Peter made a deal with the devil, it's not going to work. Uh, so Strange kind of gets really mad because at this point, you know, Peter's just lied every step of the way to Strange and has not really like explained everything. And so Strange kicks Pete out. Um, which I wrote was fair. <laughs> and um, while Strange goes to investigate what else he can do to help out and, and you know, get these people fixed, um, he turns around to find someone stole the hand of Shanti. Turns out that Pete got some help from Felicia and with Black Cat stealing the hand, 
and recording the incantation. They help send Peter into the dream, into like his dreamscape. Uh, it's changed a little bit since the last time he was there and not for the better. MJ shows up and uh, in my notes, I wrote that I didn't, I, I didn't go back and reread it, but I'm pretty sure she's quoting herself from one more day. Yeah. From and, ASM 545. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I think, and apparently, like, apparently this has been a reoccurring nightmare for Peter hmm. where he can't save her. Um, Are you talking about where she said, apart. it's okay, Peter, the answer is yes. Is that what yes. And then they get pulled apart. And he yeah. was talking about how like, it's like a nightmare and he can't save her no matter what he does. So to me, that kind of read is this, this has been a recurring dream he's had yeah. and um, he gets buried by his sins and regrets according mm-hmm. to Kindred, and wakes up in a shallow grave. In a graveyard, he goes to a mausoleum and finds the party that Kindred has set out for him mm-hmm. with all of our lovely dead people. I like how the Stacys still have their hair, and they're the only ones that have their hair. Um, <laughs> oh, there's Flash. No, okay. no, Flash. Okay. Flash, Flash, Flash they, hair. they talk about him in the next issue. Flash is bald for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Flash <laughs> is bald. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, wait, the no, only, on the only people that's that strong. have Good hair... Point. Literally, the only people that have hair is the Stacys. So I'm like, how did their hair like fuse to their their skulls? I'm ha- magic. Magic. Yeah. Where do, there you how, go. How, how, how did how Flash rock so fast? How is it Flash died? Yeah. Yeah. It's like war does, war does things. War does things to you, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know. See, Mike, Mike, that's what I'm saying. Flash, he faked his death. He's alive. I agree with Michael Reed. I think it's a wig too, man. They're secret. They they secretly have uh, alopecia, so it's always wigs. That's, so Kelly, that's what's your grade on that one? Uh, I really liked it. I really liked the dreams. Once we got into the dreamscape part, I really liked Felicia being in there and stealing things from Strange. Uh, so I give it an, a solid A. I really okay. enjoyed it. Neil, I'm gonna be. I might be weird here. I'm gonna give it an A plus. Tyler, oh, wow. Okay, I was about to do the same thing. A plus. <laughs> Jr. Well, you know what? I'll give it a B because I I, I did like the art. I mean, it, I, I liked uh, I, I just I liked how ominous. Doc, I mean, even though it's not his ominous face half the time, I I liked how Doctor Strange looked. I just really yeah, did. Yeah. So somebody who deals in the mystic arts should not be a pinup model. He should kind of have a certain <laughs> darkness to him. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, on. Uh, Mike, what's your grade? A minus because for once the plot actually thickens and move forward. And <laughs> yes. Uh, second A of the night for me, out of me. I'm giving this one an A also. I enjoyed it a lot. We're moving forward, like JR said. Kelly, uh, in addition to that pro, what else pros do you have? I mean, I just, I like JR said, I really, the art is fantastic. I love it. I love the the color direction that everybody had, like everything had. I like the dreamscape. I like how that it's kind of turned into a very decrepit state since the last time Pete remembers it. Um, Because it kind of, there's all these little hints that basically is showing you, you know, not to go too forward with it, but it's kind of already giving you these hints of this is definitely going into that one more day territory. This is definitely about that deal. And this is, you know, with us now, I guess real world has been about, what 12 years right 2007 i think 13, yeah, 13, actually. 13 years on friday 13th <laughs> we're talking about it oh man um, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah um but it's uh you know just it's been so long and so it's like yeah your dreamscape should look like it's been decaying for 
decades. And I think too, like we can't really necessarily state that everybody, um, everybody's like skeleton decayed at a proper pace because we're not really, from what I understand, we're not really in the real world. And mm-hmm. cause we never, cause it, this is like this layer very, uh, what was that? Um, An onion. Inception. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, Inception. I was gonna go with Inception, <laughs> Inception. not Shrek, yeah. uh, but also yes, Daniel <laughs> Shrek. Um, but I was the gonna layers. go with Inception about just dream within a dream within a dream yeah. and all of this stuff because that's kind of the way this feels. And yeah. I, I like it. I like how it's trippy. I like how it. It's just we're getting. We're kind of slowly cutting away to the fat, and we're getting to a point where it's going to be just uh, Spidey and Kindred, and they're gonna have to finish this fight. Yeah. By the way, Kelly, you're probably more right to you than you know about this uh, having Inception compare about the uh, comparison with mm. Inception, because when we see Mary Jane there, she is essentially a projection. Yep. Essentially. Yeah. And what do you notice in the back behind her? So, or is this for Kelly or is it just well, for no her? everybody? I mean, anybody? What was behind her? Yeah. Well, well, look, I got it up here. Oh, it's there's the centipedes. centipedes. The yeah, yeah, the kindred centipedes. Yeah. I mean, so, but that's all of, through it. I know, but it like kind of leads to kindred too. The theory it kind of leads to a clue about kindred too, mm-hmm. about H- Harry being kindred because maybe it's not Harry himself, but maybe it's whatever exactly. these centipedes are. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna wait till yeah. fifty-two to it's say that. I think it's. Yeah, I actually but I think, think that's it's every. Yeah, yeah. And this was that's so obviously hint. homaging. Uh, one more, one more day, mm-hmm. and I've got, I've got a picture here. You see the hands right yep. there. Yep. That's so an homage to the hands. Oh yeah. And the, yeah, and the bricks. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, that is this, so like we've had. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, I think for me, that was, a, that was a big pro for me just because I yeah. I'm a big JMS fan and this issue was just screaming with references towards him. Like, especially yeah. with, you know, the, the dreamscape reference with the Vashanti hand. And then even all the signs are the exact same from the dreamscape that exactly. in JMS issue. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so this issue, like, even though my theory about it being part of Peter's soul was wrong, I, I think this basically confirms that One More Day is somehow involved with Kindred. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm extremely very, very much so. where it goes. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Also, very good use of Felicia and Doctor Strange. Like, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad Doctor Strange is there, but he's not, like, overstaying his welcome, like, being constantly yeah. present and leaning over Peter's shoulder saying, hey, go do this. It's magic. But he's yeah. there kind of leading Peter along, and Peter is sort of like leaving out the details he can until he absolutely can't and is back into a corner. And then Spencer, I think has mastered this art also of showing us the end and showing us how we got there by leaving out intentionally that Felicia, he went to Felicia first and then went to Dr. Strange. And so it kind of puts the whole thing into context when she has the hand of Vishanti. It's very good use of nonlinear storytelling on his part. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So this one, I, I, just the forward progression and just the finally, we may have a hint of this deal with the devil finally ending yeah. or being addressed yeah. or referenced. At least we have hope. Mm-hmm. That's why my grade's so high. There's hope. Oh, yeah. And they are pretty kick ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> so any other comments on this one before we move on? No, nope. we're mo- moving at a pretty good tick. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I like I this. So. Uh, Tyler, you got this next one, sir. All right. 51 Lur. 51 Lur. All right. Give me a second. 
Got okay. Miles on the cover. Uh, yeah. You got the Spider Woman with her confused costume. <laughs> uh, Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? So we open up with uh, someone, sh- Stan Carter, shooting his partner in the face. And suddenly, look who it is. Sin Eater wakes up. So I don't know how he got here. His men just found him just lying in, under Ravencroft, and they brought him to safety. And this is all that he's got left. I guess most of the other Sin Eater hooligans were taken into custody. So he's got a few men left, but uh, he's not done yet because we got some spider people terrorizing the city. Yep. So yeah. So they're like showing them on their phones. They've got a uh, like miles and spider woman and all the spiders are fighting the new warriors or at least, at least two of them, two of the new warriors are there. So <laughs> you got speedball and night thrasher getting beat up. They're the bad. old warriors at this part point. They're, they are. They're they 30 are. years ago. <laughs> the, the new, new, but no internet gas. Sadly. It, yeah. The, the new, <laughs> new warriors that, we're canceled, so they, we will not be seeing them. Oh, that yeah, I was wondering where Safe Space and Snowflake were. Yeah, they're, they're, oh. yeah COVID officially killed those heroes, I guess. So Didn't get on the ventilators soon enough. <laughs> it's all that internet Neil. gas. Al, Neil! <laughs> okay, but uh, but yeah, so then they're like, oh, so in the news, like, with all these spiders, like, where is Spider-Man? Like, actual Spider-Man. And, you know, Felicia's watching this, and so we get a recap of where she's been with Spidey the last bit, you know, with uh, him revealing his identity and the hunted. And and Doctor Strange shows up because he wants that hand back. (laughs) He is not happy about her stealing it, you know, especially this is not the first time she's stolen something from him. So, and yeah, so he takes the hand, but, oh, okay. He takes the hand back, but, of course, it's a fake. And so... But he decides, because uh, she wants in on, on helping Peter. Obviously, Peter's in trouble. She wants to help Strange. He's like, all right, fine. And, uh, and then we cut back to Spider-Man's other love interest, you know, the best love interest, Mary Jane. And she is on uh, Stuck in Traffic because it's New York. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, we sort of go into where she's been, you know, with the Hollywood movie and whatnot in her mini. They sort of don't talk about the whole witness protection thing we left her in the last issue. They sort they of don't talk about it. Montana either. They do, do they? not. They they just no Montana it. reference. Yeah, so we don't really know what happened there. But I, I do, guess they're just do we of, ever need to? Yeah, okay. it's fine. She <laughs> the greatest story good. that was never told. She, she's back from Hollywood. We're fine. So yeah. So yeah, and uh, she's just talking like. Uh, the cab driver, and then suddenly a car crashes into their car, and the spiders have found the bridge that she happens to be on. And so they start wrecking things, because they're these demon spiders are pretty good at that. So, But meanwhile, Stan Carter, Sin Eater, he's, uh, you know, he's praying about these spiders. He's like, I, I need you to show me what to do, Lord. And like, I don't know why you've forsaken me. And uh, please help. Anyway, the spiders, like, completely wreck the bridge. Like, they're tearing out all the, all the cables and whatnot, and the bridge is really looking bad. Mary Jane's, like, really in trouble in this car and suddenly she has a victor that comes to help her and it's none other than a heroic norman osborne <laughs> jr this is your cue yeah. start to start hero. norman osborne norman, <laughs> n- um Storm what do they call it uh oh anyway go ahead Look, we saw what happened after Norman saved Gwen Stacy in the original comic. So, <laughs> yeah, he likes to help girls on bridges, doesn't he? He does. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's there, snap, crackle, pop. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So then Sin Eater starts talking about he's been uh, he's gotten a, a crazy idea. He's like, uh, you know what? I have a figure. I figured out a way to kill these spiders, and we're gonna need someone who's good at killing spiders. I need to seal his power, and it's another. I did not see this coming. None other than Moreland himself, the last inheritor. Moreland, that's where we leave it off. Man. Yeah. Good old All right. as as if the JMS vibes weren't strong enough. So. Oh my gosh. So Tyler, what's your grade on this one? I'll, I'll give this I'll give this an A. I, I was not expecting that ending. I'm excited to see where this goes. I love the Felicia and Strange interactions. And MJ's always a pro, so yeah. Uh so we have one A, Neil, your grade. Um I'm gonna give it a B B plus. Okay. Kelly? Uh I would say an A minus. Uh, Mike? Uh, B minus, and it's because of that ending. <laughs> JR? <laughs> yeah, I gave it a C. I gave it a C plus. I'm, I'm B minus area. I'm with Mike on that. That ending was a no. fart. No. <laughs> we just saw him. No. We just I'm with you, Mike. I, I don't want to see Moreland. I'd be happy and never see him again. Oh, there's hey, look, a whole thing. Look. I got a whole there's a whole thing about that. All right. Go ahead, Tyler. What's your pros? What what are you happy well, about? Well, I, I'm just saying the last issue did say I'll be back with Moreland. <laughs> it was not oh lying with that side. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, expanded on in 52.lr. So. Yeah, I, and like I said, uh, I mean, I, I basically just lined out the pros, and I, I'm I'm the JMS fan. I I'm the one person here who will defend Moreland. And let me asterisk not slot Moreland. <laughs> Never slot Moreland. Okay, I'll give you that. I like I like non slot Moreland too. Exactly. Yeah. I think I really loved Moreland when he first appeared, and then I, in in the other, I don't think he was as strong, but I still enjoyed it. And uh, but obviously, I think he's been horribly, horribly misused ever since. And so, I I, I did enjoy the one side story he got in Spider Geddon versus Spider Man when Spider Man beat him up again. Mm-hmm. But but then. I, so I really want to see what Spencer does with him because with all the JMS vibes I'm getting, I'm really excited to see what Spencer pulls off with him. Yeah. You know, I know it's a controversial opinion, but that's just me. I, I, what raised it up a little bit for me is the Felicia and the Dr. Strange interactions. That's, mm-hmm. that's just fun. Yeah. That's just fun. Well, I mean, but, yeah, that, that's what, my pro right there. Yeah. That. Me too. Kelly, what were you saying? I mean, Norman saving MJ is kind of, yes. yes I, I, I really enjoyed it. Same. Yeah. I, I'm really liking uh, Norman without his sins being very, very much like Normie in MC2 a little <laughs> bit. So I'm just kind of like, yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. JR, what's, <laughs> you gave it the lowest grade of all of us. What's your, uh, well, give us some pros. What did you, do you like Norman rescuing the redhead on a bridge? You like Norman, <laughs> we know it. Um, I, you know, I, I like the fact that we've returned to a black cat that is very, is morally dubious, but yes. has a very soft spot in her heart for Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, you don't like you Queen Pen Cat? Yeah, I don't think anybody did. Uh, like so it's, it's always good to see that, 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 you know, she, she's, is genuinely his friend. Um, and um, so that, you know, that was probably my favorite part. Yeah. Of, the, of the story. I mean, really about the only part I liked. A lot of it was pretty repetitive again. Yes. Um, cons. Tyler, you gave it an A again, I think, right? Yep. Okay. What, what didn't you like about it? Anything? Uh, I mean, the bridge, it, it did skip around a lot. 
and then it's just like, oh, hey, there's beat up new war. And well, I would say that my biggest con is that they don't explain what happened to Sin Eater. How did he come back? I, it was sort of yeah. vague what happened. Can, can, so, can I offer a little? Can I offer a weird little theory? Okay. Yeah, I think I think that Sin Eater isn't part of Kindred's plan anymore, and there's another player putting him back on the field. And if it's going where we think it is, it's someone who doesn't like Kindred going in the direction that he's going in and is yeah, putting think- Sin Eater back on the field. Yes, it's a you think Sin Eater's got Mephisto in his corner? I think... I, I saw, I, Mike, I see you shaking your head. I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put past Benji to do that, but at the moment right now, Sin Eater has already served his purpose. Yeah. He's got right now. He has no real purpose being get him off the board. He's he's literally a day late and dollar short at this point. Yeah, because at this point he's like because he's like, but so and then we're gonna say, oh, I'm gonna bring in Warlord to the thing. We know it's not gonna work because hey, what, it's like, what if it because, does though? What happens? No, because he doesn't have his little magic. He doesn't. His, I don't think his magic wing car shotgun works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, I want to say thank you to Tony watching ah. from London, England. Loves the podcast. Hey, hey Tony. Tony. Yeah, yeah, really nice. And like and like I said, I think my theory is a little crackpot, but I think it is a, it is need to think of you know someone putting right. Cedar back on the field just to well, mess with plan. Until that happens, right now his whole side stop story, and we get into further issues. Is it's so disconnected from everything else that's going on, and he's literally behind the curve on every right right now. And that's also the thing with Moreland. And I mean, I know this is going to be a hot take, folks, but the best story Moreland was in was his first one. And everything else after that, I think it's. I think with the other, I think this whole bringing back this whole spider totem stuff and everything, I liked it when JMS made it ambiguous about oh my, about that. But when it became, but when it came, but when it actually became a thing, like it was not ambiguous at all. Because if you read the other, no, that's the actual that old spider totem stuff is official. We got more of it with Spider Verse. We got more of it with Spider Island and all that other stuff and everything. Yeah. I think that kind of diminished a lot about who Spider-Man is. And the book already yeah. seems filled with enough characters. Why is it Warland yeah. in it? We're already well, trying to take some out, get Sinister out of there. I'm tired because of seeing it. I, I guess it's homage, I guess. That's what the I, I think it's also I think it's also because they left that open on spec was it spec one thirteen or spec three thirteen or was it uh Spider Gen number five that Moreland was just kind of chilling in Avengers Mountain until they could get him back to well, it, Loom it was World? Spider Spider Gen its last it's like, hey, let's go because he was with the New York police after Spider Man left and then they're like well, let's go get him to turn him into a baby too. But then that's the last we saw of him. They never did anything with it. <laughs> well, but we'll we'll we we'll see what happens in the next. LR Adam issue. truly agrees with Mike. <laughs> is what Adam writes. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I I mentioned it in the chat, but is the but um, I believe in was it this issue or last issue that Black Hat mentions breaking the sanctorum? Is it a mention to Spec One Eighteen or is it a reference to her? recently canceled solo series because she broke into the Zangtorum then. I think it's the recent series they're talking about, especially with, uh, yeah. Good. You say recently canceled, but we have an, another issue of it coming yeah, well, out next Well, week. that volume's canceled. <laughs> so I, I'm still yeah. technically correct. Oh, Brad, Brad, you're muted? Muted. Brad was muted. Whoops. All <laughs> right, uh, Neil, we're moving on to this one. Okay. Uh, 52. Take me through this one. All right. So ASM 52 written by Spencer, drawn by Gleason, colored by Delgado. I think it's, yeah, it's Delgado. Okay. So Peter reminisces Kindred for months. I've had him scratch. I've had the name scratched in the back of mind. Oh yeah. He did Mysterio. He did Sin Eater. Also, we have this image of a 
spider and a centipede. That's not imagery <laughs> at all. Okay, it's time to get it's time to get to the fight scene. Kindred starts pontificating again. Uh, another you know long monologue about how Peter's bad, and then he says, "Hey guys, roll call: George, Stacy, John DeWolf, Marla, Flash, Gwen, and Uncle Ben." That's right. Uncle Ben. This, this bald, this this bald, uh, detailless skull. That's Uncle Ben right there, guys. <laughs> that's the that's that is a brand run into the ground. Uh, All right, and Peter's mad. You don't so, dig up Uncle Ben, bro. Well, I mean, Slot did, so this isn't any worse. Okay. So Peter's like, "You monster!" And he and we finally get our first fight scene between Peter and Kindred. You know, I'm I'm willing to forgive how long it took, but now that we're here, it's good to have it. Yes. So Peter, so Peter and Kindred go at it, and Kindred is brutally outpacing Peter step by step. He's using his caterpillars as Doctor Octopus limbs, and he's beating the crap out of Peter. And Peter goes, "Who are you?" And then uh, Batman. <laughs> well, and and Kindred gives Nick Spencer's New York Comic Con speech of, "It's not who I am; it's what I want and what I've become." Oh. And he says, "Hey, you don't know who I am. The readers do, but you don't." <laughs> so it could be Gwen and then Peter webs away and he said you're going to get one chance at this and he does some fantastic little martial arts stunts and then Peter just goes right for the kill and he goes right through Kindred Kindred smiles and he has red eyes that's nice and he runs away and so Peter runs into the hall of mirrors and Kindred says eh, you might as well be fighting the mirror and then he throws Peter into the black mirror and it's cut to black. Peter then wakes up in what we assume is New York, and he sees Julia Carpenter playing with Doc Ock's fusion reactor from Spider-Man 2, and <laughs> sees the, and sees the Spider-Man family uh, tearing the city apart. Uh, Julia, Jessica Drew is killing a police officer who thought that handcuffs could stop her. Uh, Silk, and, Silk and Spider-Girl are staring at each other menacingly, doing nothing. Uh, and Gwen is They're about... And meanwhile, somehow Peter can look to the bridge and he can see Gwen about to pull a Gwen Stacy on Miles and throw him <laughs> over the side. How do you like it? <laughs> uh, how do you and like so it got, now? And so, and so for whatever reason, as Peter is screaming no, Gwen decides to pull off her mask for dramatic effect. <laughs> and she is, I guess, a prop from the 1980s from ILM. <laughs> and, so, and so Peter starts crying. He's from a Steven Universe episode, and he goes, "No, don't do it! Don't do it, Kindred! Please kill me instead!" And because Peter isn't very specific with his plea bargains, uh, he says, "Take me, take me!" And Kindred says, "You know what, Pete? You've got a deal." And so Kindred fires off a magic missile, and <laughs> the demon energy escapes from the Spider family in a handshake. Uh, so Miles wakes up and he saves himself from getting uh, Gwen Stacy by the concrete feeling of the water. Uh, <laughs> everyone looks like the dog from Little Rascals as they're staring off in wonder. And Peter goes, thank God, they're all okay. And yeah. then Kindred says, now about that deal, let's go face the truth together. And in a move that will make Wonder Woman proud after killing Maxwell Lord, Kindred snaps Peter's neck. Bam, to be continued. <laughs> Wow. Oh, there goes Mike. I killed Mike. <laughs> so I tell you what, man, that bridge, <laughs> there's a lot of snapping going on. I mean, what is it? What do they, what do the kids do? Uh, jazz hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do the kids do? What, 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 kids? Kids? Who, 
What makes you hang out with Neil? What are you? I don't know what Brad is doing. What are you doing? Like I, I, I applaud you, but it's this. Oh, snap fingers! Yeah, oh, do that. What kids are you talking about? All right, maybe it's Missouri kids. Feel free and self joke, Jr. What the? What all right. Anyway, what, so, what, Missouri kids, what, Missouri, what, what Missouri kids are doing that? You've got me curious now. This is what the episode is about now. We're talking about this now. They, they must watch. They must watch the Goofy movie sequel where Max is playing in the X Games against. Uh, anyway, yeah. Neil Nick. snapped his neck at the end. My goodness, what a cliffhanger! You were what just talking tweet. about Spencer. Spencer gives good cliffhangers. This is a good one. Okay, Neil, what's your grade, sir? A plus. Oh, ooh, wow. Okay, okay. Kelly, <laughs> stop that. Uh, very, very solid A. I'm holding my A plus a. for the conclusion that I'm hoping is going to be All satisfying. Right. Uh, Tyler, I have an A minus. A minus. Jr. I give it a B. A B. Mike, I'm giving it a B plus. I won't quite give it an A yet, but you know. Yeah. Uh, a minus for me, uh, not as strong as the previous, but pretty good ending. Pretty mm-hmm. good ending. Neil Pros, why is it such an A plus for you, sir? So for this, so for this issue in particular, the art really stood out to me. There's a oh, couple. Yeah. There's a couple of weird panels, like I mentioned. For whatever reason, uh, Silk and Anya just staring at each other, doing nothing in their havoc reeking of New York. But they're fighting. It shows yeah. you in the next panel they're fighting. Okay. <laughs> Neil they're just staring. Not. Oh yeah, I see it now. <laughs> um, but the fight scene between Peter and Kinder was excellently drawn. It was excellently choreographed. It lasted yeah. just long enough to make its impact. And I don't think Peter was deliberately was deliberately trying to kill Kindred. I think someone implied that, but like he went just for a gut punch and it went right through it. It was visceral. It was great. Um, once again, excellent pacing of this issue. It finally feels like the stakes aren't continuously escalating now. We're finally getting. A bre- we're finally hitting that climax before kind of going down to the resolution instead of just constantly like escalating, escalate, escalate. We've been in for the past four or five issues now. It finally yeah. feels like it's it's hit what it can, especially with that final page reveal of Spider-Man getting his neck snapped. Yeah, they're very good use of pacing. Um, I, I was a little confused at first when Peter wakes up. I wasn't sure if it was the real world or not, or if it was just another layer to the mindscape. But that yeah. didn't that, that did that didn't like you know ruin its impact for me because I thought it was still an excellent use of. Um, I I do I do think that Peter's lack of um specificity uh, with de- with demon deals is coming back to haunt him yet again. So that's the mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to call that a continuity detail, but it's something he consistently does. Right. You know what I liked about this fight? What's that? It's the amount of kindred, what with the amount of trolling that kindred did to Peter and to the readers. Because even though we know that Kindred is supposed to be officially Harry, he kept doing things like, oh, well, maybe I'm one of these dead people that I've gathered. And they do oh, a close-up turn to Peter, Peter, yeah. Or maybe, maybe I'm just maybe I'm like a like you, maybe I'm like a reflection or something of you, Pete. Like do it like he's still tossing in all the mm-hmm. different theories that people have had about Kindred mm-hmm. over the past two years and throwing it back in Peter's and throwing it back in Spider-Man's face. However, and it's just yeah. Maybe he's still trolling us. Do we believe the oh, yeah. of Norman Osborne? That it's I, Harry? Well, Do here's it, the thing. I think Norman Have we seen any evidence Norman besides the crazy Norman Osborne saying it? But I think, here's I, the thing. I think Norman is being honest, but I don't think he knows the full story. Yeah. I, I, 
if if yeah. I've, if I'm gonna go off of that, like Harry is part of Kindred. If you're going, if we're still going with my old Soultron theory, then <laughs> Harry is. Wasn't that Harry in the seventies? <laughs> Yeah, it was that was go. <laughs> but but so, but Harry but Harry would be part of Soltron and the part of Soltron that presents itself to Norman. I but just got all... it. I, Neil's on the show. I I get it. We must call Transformers. We must call Transformers. No, it's Voltron. That's Voltron. Oh, That's another... not the first it's, one that mentioned Transformers. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the other big robot. Come on, Brad. Uh, uh, Brad. <laughs> It's like it's a Gundam guy, I promise. It's like what if James Brown was a robot? He'd be Soultron. Also, there's something I did I forgot to mention. I appreciate that Peter is willing to like take the fall, like when with the Spider Family kind of I guess suffering in a way for his actions. He's willing to step up and take responsibility. I thought that was very good of him to do it. Yeah. Uh, Other pros. What else did we like? Citros is happy to see. The favorite panelists. There you go, Jr. Big Jr. Reunion fan club going on. So I I have a pro, which is yeah. the very uh, kind of because one of the first kind of major sins is even though it's not really Pete's fault is the death of Gwen Stacy, and so I really appreciated that last splash page with the snap at his neck because that is definitely a callback to Gwen mm. Stacy's death. Um, right. So I I at least I appreciate all of the thought that went into the artwork of this entire series, but like certain, certain elements of the fights were really good. Kendra yep. just like, look, someone got thrown off a bridge. Someone's next got to get snapped. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, also something kind of neat is that in ASM 24, Peter wakes up before he realizes that, kin- that the kindred, that the mysterious kindred killed was just the therapist and, and not the other way around. But I like that Peter still thinks that it's Mysterio that Kindred killed. Very mm-hmm. good attention to detail and continuity on Spencer's own run. So oh, yeah. th- this is obviously a fake out. Do you think Kindred is going to walk Spider-Man through the deaths of the people that he regrets that were around the table? So I we get- think, well, I think Kindred is taking him, taking Peter to meet down the Pacifist the Hell Realm. <laughs> Yeah. What did you say, Mike? What is he? What is he doing? I think, he, I think he's taking him to see because remember he says, "Oh, you got a deal, Pete." Like he's like, I think he said something like, "Let's go together" or something like that. I yeah, think I mean, he's taking. I think he's taking Spider-Man to meet Mephisto. Ah, uh, but he needed to. But so, but Peter. But Spider-Man, of course, needs to die first in order to get there. So well, maybe here we go. Let, let's go help. face the truth together. There yep. you go. Yeah, yep. I agree, Mike. Maybe he'll take him through the famous deaths, and your biggest regret was. ASM five forty five. Remember this one? Yep. Oh, you know yep. well, this, what happened? This I'm an editor's happened. note villain. <laughs> yeah. Also, 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 Mike's favorite psychic ever, Julia Carpenter, continues to be useless. She just stands around with the fusion generator. Yeah, she's yeah. basically doing like she's basically doing her uh, like old Messiah pose, basically. Like, oh, I'm gonna wreck some stuff. She kind of reminds me of like a character from Doom Eternal, just standing there waiting for the main character to come and shoot her. She's she's basically doing a uh, Tetsuo's Akira uh, pose, basically. What she's doing. <laughs> I I still I still stand by my statement that she basically is the embodiment of witch talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hex the moon, baby. Wow. And I, you I will say talking a foreign language. I'm not understanding. <laughs> I will say my yeah. one real negative is that uh, it's it's the reason I gave it a minus. I was sort of confused why out of nowhere suddenly the spiders started fighting each other. They hadn't done that in any of the other issues. Now they're just fighting each other. Yeah, they, they, ran, they ran out of bridge. I didn't they get that either. Bridge they ran out of bridge. They, to had, they, they had to. Do, I guess they had to do Spider Gwen doing the oh I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull do a reversal on Miles. I yeah just, yeah it was like that, you know, that, that, that's why I gave it a minus. I just thought that was you, one thing was weird. 
You made out with me. You deserve to die. Well, it also <laughs> could just be that Kindred is making them fight just to... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever sake. I mean, yeah. if this is really Harry, like Harry does have a flair for dramatic, and it, that is very yeah. dramatic. So. Yep. Because they are essentially his. They are essentially his drones. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any other comments on this one before we move it on? Again, Patrick Gleason's great on the art on this oh, thing. So good yeah. that mm-hmm. that whole fight scene is beautiful, and then Spider-Man yeah. in the darkness with just his eyes. Oh, yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Also, Del- oh. Del- Delgado's cover- Delgado's coloring really sells the shadows too. Oh, yeah. Like it could have yeah. easily just been like really bright pastels, like Matt Wilson did in ASM thirty-two and thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, they chose to do like muted color palette. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. So we started with Jr. We are ending with Jr. Jr. Take us through issue six. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Well, this one isn't nearly as fun as the uh, no. the first one. The first one was That's a lot more fun. Horror. So, but uh, all right, issue 52 lure, as Brad likes to call them. Yeah. Uh, we open in a lab where a couple of the Sin Eaters goons are stealing something when one of them says, Hey, I did up this baseball bat just like Jeffrey Dean Morgan on The <laughs> Walking Dead. Let's try it out on this lab technician here. And after right. going all Negan on the lab technician, the goons escape while at Ravencroft. Uh, a rescued Mary Jane wakes up and comes face to face with our hero, Sensitive Norman. <laughs> sensitive Norman. But she there you doesn't go. That's know. the name of the, his new ongoing book. Not Amazing Norman, Sensitive Norman. Is is this sensitive like the opposite? Is this the opposite of Storm and Norman? Because we've got Storm and Norman. Now we have Sensitive Norman. Sensitive Norman. But she doesn't know just how sensitive he is yet. So, oh well. Oh. Well, just just when the story's getting interesting, then we have to have a. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have another diversion to the spider losers <laughs> who are waking up from their kindred induced mania after destroying a chunk of New York and kicking the butts of the friggin' worthless new warriors who don't belong in this story any more than they belonged in this one of the clone saga stories 25 years ago. But I digress and Dr. Strange shows up to help. So, boom, back we go back to Ravencroft, where Mary Jane is freaking out in the presence of Norman Osborn, and she yeah. whacks him with a lamp. And Norman like says, history. back in the old days, I would have ripped your red hair out by the roots and strangled you with it. But I'm sensitive, Norman. <laughs> wow. And then he says that uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter is in danger because of Harry, which catches Mary Jane's attention. Well, Black Cat joins the Spider Losers and Doctor Strange, and they ask Doctor Strange why he's here. And Strange goes, well, because I'm going to be Peter's mentor in the next Spider-Man movie. And with Marvel, it's never too early to start shilling. And just wait to see how many more times I show up in the Spider-Man titles over the next year. So, So back at Ravencroft. Mary Jane is having none of this sensitive Norman stuff. Uh, not even when Dr. Kafka tries to explain that he was cleansed by the sin eater. And Norman tries to explain that this is, this is all about Peter and Harry. And Mary Jane says, well, the last time I saw Harry, he was just doing, he was doing just fine considering how much you screwed him up. <laughs> and Norman, Norman says, Mary Jane, when did you last see Harry? Have you even seen him since brand new day began more than 10 years ago? He's never in the titles anymore anyway, let alone in the same room with you, you know? But um, be that as it may, because I'm wondering, when did Mary Jane last see 
Harry or Harry. I don't remember. Kelly apparently does because she raised her hand. I don't care what Neil. I'd rather hear what Kelly. Just off the top of my head, I do remember. Of course, this is like way back in poor Neil in like beginning <laughs> of, of slot times, but uh, it was like, didn't he go to like her bar the time she was like managing a bar and he was managing a coffee shop because that was a thing yes yeah, yeah i think yeah, yeah it was like right. in, it was in the yeah. asm 620s i believe yes yeah there so you they, they, they've, your seen each other. they've seen each other yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to i wanted to say asm volume four number 15 but that's mm-hmm. wrong because mm. she yeah. wasn't I, there I, I yeah. vaguely recall even during Worldwide, I think they might have, because I, I specifically remember, because I'm the Agent Venom guy, I remember MJ and Harry talking, and then they're talking about, like, I wonder where Flash is. It's like he's out of this world or something, and oh, you know, he's in, oh, it, he's it in was space a, during that. I think it was ASM 789. When so, he, Are you guys talking about when Harry last saw Mary Jane, or yes. Norman? Yeah. Harry, no, yeah. Was when Harry Norman talked to the Mary Jane. Was that when he was Red Goblin? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. JR, continue. We figured out the last time they talked. So, anyway, we find out the Senior's goons have actually stolen a plot device from Spider Island. Um, And it's a biological weapon from the Queen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What was that? That Neil just chugged. I had to show it. Why? You held that I'm a good boy. I'm sorry, G. I was about to say, is, is, is my rendition so boring that you have to go back to well, go to have a full screen of Neil chugging? Well, you know, no, I mean, chug, dude, that was a chug. Come see I'm Neil chug. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, it's like I was thirsty. I had to full screen it. Like the dude was throwing it back. <laughs> If uh, if I can be so bold, it was um, your story is so compelling that Neil is at the seat just chugging it things. Is, it, inspired, it inspired me. <laughs> yeah, well, nice try, nice try. Jr., I'm on your side. I can just see it now. Brad, Brad will change the advertising of this to uh, you know. We we talk about six issues of Spider Man, but who? But uh, that's irrelevant because come see Neil Chug, you know. It's like oh no, <laughs> you know. And then and then and then I'll be, we'll have like patron, you know. I mean, if you want to see Neil Chug, you saw Neil Chug a Mountain Dew. If you want to see Neil Chug a beer, you know, pay five dollars a month. You know, and- <laughs> Actually, that was a handstand and do a two liter. To be fair, that no, hang on, J, to Jr. To be fair, you're not that far off from our last satellite. <laughs> here, here, I'll put, I'll put two. I'll put two over my face because, like, <laughs> I'm bridge with you. Go ahead. I apologize for the right. What a so thing. anyway, it's like, well, I, you know, so, so the scene eater, you know, turn, uh, uh, bust open the, the plot device turns his, uh, henchmen into spiders, you know, and, and basically it, I think, I assume to draw Moreland and he's going to feed Moreland, you know, spiders because Moreland's been hungry for so long, you know, and, and of course we've all been waiting to see Moreland come back. Um, and um, so, you know, he's going to feed Moreland and get him all nice and fat. Then he's going to steal Moreland's powers, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, so Strange and the Black Cat and the Spider Losers go to the astral plane. <laughs> Love it. 
and we find that uh, they're being watched over by apparently evil Mary Jane from a couple of issues before. That's the only person I can think it is. Uh, whatever Mary Jane. Well, Kelly says no. So because uh, no. I otherwise I have no idea who it is. You know, just, who is it, Kelly? Who do you think? Sort of right. It is MJ, but it's not a couple issues ago. It's about thirteen years ago. It's the same outfit mm-hmm. she's wearing in one more day, and sh- yeah, uh, it is. I, 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 I told I told Kelly this that in or I didn't tell her, but we we talked about it that um, MJ asked Mephisto for her to remember everything, but Mephisto yes. never said how she'll remember. Yeah, you you did say that. This I mean, is- I I kind of also figured that out by reading it, Neil. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why I said we were talking. That's why. That's why I said we were talking about. It. I'm sorry. See, this is this, and this is where the Inception parallels come in with with, mm-hmm. with, with this MJ being in the uh, astral yeah. plane. Because think of the astral plane as your subconscious or your dreamscape or or yeah. how it was limbo and stuff like that. So all of Peter's memories and stuff like this were are because everybody has like an axe. Apparently, according to Marvel, everyone has their own access to the astral plane through their subconscious. And we also, we all have our little corner and this is little corner that he's kind of filled up with all this stuff. So when he made that deal with Mephisto, remember it wasn't for Mephisto, it wasn't his soul. It was his marriage. And the marriage was a big part of Peter's memory. And I'm thinking when that happened, it kind of left made things open to an infestation, a parasitical infestation, if you will. That's why we're seeing all this weird centipede <laughs> stuff going on. No so. doubt. By, by the way, people are like, good job, Kelly. You can take the night off. They're wearing the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Good job. Nice catch. Yep. Um, well, she, ought to be, she ought to be playing spider trivia then, you know, I mean, or spider <laughs> jeopardy or whatever. If she can, you know, string these variables from I the have, I, Kelly. I, I am horrible with numbers and remembering dates. So mm-hmm. I would be. He Horrific just wants memory. another. But you do remember the beat. clothes that Mary Jane wears. Well, that's what mm. you guys were talking. That's what you guys were talking about in the that podcast with the Mary Jane cosplayers, right? Mary exactly. Jane's clothes. Exactly. Yeah. I I I know her clothes. I know her wardrobe very well. Right. Yeah. George. It, George. It, George. Add it to the pool. Add it to the pool. Yep. Spider Jeopardy question. So I can hear a grade out of Jr. You gave a recap. What's your grade, yeah. sir? <sighs> <laughs> I'll give it a B minus. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's just like I, I, these, these LR issues are, are yeah. like a diversion. It's like the story gets started. It's almost like watching the walking dead. Actually, the story goes yes. somewhere. <laughs> the next, th- th- then the next episode is like where the, you know, mm-hmm. we like, we take two steps back. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I often it, call it the a story and the B story. This is very much the B story. Peter fighting kindred is the a story. You can trim off the fat from that B story and we won't miss much. Yeah, yeah, I'm not so, so sure. You say all these LR stories wouldn't add up to, you know, maybe one issue of worth a story. All these yeah. LRs are going to be so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got a B minus. Uh, Tyler, what's your grade? I get A minus. Uh, Kelly. Uh, a minus. Mike. Uh, B minus, and it's because again, it's at at the soul center plot. Actually, interesting enough, the stuff with the spider losers, as Jr. calls them, that's actually the more interesting. It actually became more interesting in this issue, especially towards the end. So, yeah. Uh, Neil, grade? Uh, B plus, but just a boy, like a couple of points away from an A minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess C plus for me. It didn't do much for me, honestly. For spider, me. Oh, sorry. Spider, spider losers. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Mike. That's the more interesting bit. Like we're finally getting the plot moving along. Especially when Doctor Strange is throwing shade on everybody. Yeah, especially black ads. Like you know, he's like, like basically says, you know, 
you know, yeah. hey, why did you go to the guy who actually knows how all the stuff about the magic and supernatural? Oh, wait, you didn't do you did it. And you're in the mess you're in yeah. because of that. So, right. you know, now, now let me clean up that. your mess. Now let me clean up your mess. So yeah. JR pros out of this issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know um i i don't know i i i like mary jane i i like the fact i like mary jane t- uh, i like it i like things going back to the way they were before they decided to wipe out norman's memory you know and that he didn't know that peter's spider-man because i like to see the i like to see not only does you know norman you know, does Norman and Peter have this thing, but Mary Jane hates Norman and Norman hates Mary Jane. And, you know, it's, it's this whole thing. And I, I, I did kind of like to see her whacking with the lamp. Uh, but uh, I, it really was just an okay. I just, okay story. I didn't have a whole lot of pros to be honest. Uh, other pros who, who, who had a big a Tyler, I think you gave it an a. Oh, I get a minus, but okay. uh no, I mean, like I said, I, I do really like that they show like MJ. She's not just a damsel distress. She's gonna whack Norman with that lamp, and then oh uh, yeah, Kelly and I were talking about this last night. MJ with the lamp, look hey, out! No, like I mean, it's it's even in uh, an MC two episode where our episode issue where Normie gets hit with a lamp in her office <laughs> when she was working at the fashion company. I'm she like, I don't understand. She literally <laughs> throws shade. I'm serious. Yes, yes, that's, that's her superpower. Is she has the ability She's a shade to thrower, man. Throw that shade. Uh, our, uh, Neil, Kelly, Mike, pros that we haven't talked about. Uh, um, I kind of um, oh, do you want to go first, Mike? Yeah, I was just going to say that I know what the uh, the spider loses thing like this, but I mean we're still we're throwing theories now about how about this whole the astral plane stuff and what this what what the appearance of of a of another Mary Jane wearing her one more day outfit could mean and stuff like that. Like what is the yeah. thing? And I'm, I know I was kind of going off about how maybe about the idea, like the, you know, the, the, you know, like saying like they project that these are all projections and stuff like this. But I think it's, it's makes it an interesting thing that, that rather than it's being, like I said, rather than being, it's, you know, that the idea that, that rather, because I mean, if you look back at the actual one more day deal, it like I said, it wasn't his soul; it was the marriage. But that meant the memory of that, yeah. of the marriage. And so, what it is is so it's allowing for kind of a spiritual attack on his, on him, on himself. It's basically opened a door still, because I mean, it's still basically saying you still made a deal with Mephisto, even if it yeah. wasn't for your soul, you still made yourself vulnerable. And Peter doesn't realize he has done that. And I think what we're having with all this kindred stuff, I'm not sure if Kendrick, if, if, I mean, who knows if, if I'm, I was even going off about the discord stuff. Maybe this is a Harry. That's a projection of Peter's projection of Harry rather than the actual Harry, or maybe Harry like how Peter thinks of him. Yeah. That this is like, or maybe Harry's possessed or something, but rather than yeah. him actually doing it. So, because again, there's this whole thing where between Norman's conversation and Mary Jane in this issue, Norman, like, Oh, I know it's Harry. And Mary Jane's like, well, how do you know? It means like, well, I can't really tell you because of the convenience of the plot and all this stuff. And everything, but I just have a gut instinct at this. So Mary Jane's so, kind of, I think she's kind of speaking for the readers. Like, so you don't really have any proof. You just kind of have a, it's just, again, and it kind of tells me that maybe Norman doesn't really know as much as he thinks he does. So, but so to yeah. quote, to quote the stranger, when, when she tried, when he's like, I don't, I, I can't explain it. It's basically the stranger from destiny saying, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. Oh, uh, but yeah. Kelly. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you six years later. So what I was going to say, though, is I, I think like with where Norman's at least picked up on, like she definitely is having dreams about it. 
Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of where she does know because she was like, I don't want to forget. So she's probably dreaming about them being married. She's probably dreaming about all of it. And that's probably the key to a lot of what's going on. And I think mm-hmm. Norman's at least picked up on that. Yeah. But he, he doesn't know exactly how, if that makes sense. And it's interesting you mentioned dreams too, because I think the idea is, I don't know if correct me on Vermont to people who are more familiar with, I wish George was here because he knows it was more Dr. Strange stuff backwards and forwards. Yeah. Um, but I think, hasn't it been established that we're connected, that people in the Marvel universe are connected to the astral plane through dreams? And how has Kendrick been able to get into people's Well, that that's heads. how that's how Nightmare gets people. He gets yeah. them in their, in their exactly. dreams, like the Freddy yeah. Krueger before yeah. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's yeah. every, everyone's favorite sleepwalker. Yeah. <laughs> are we gonna wait? Are we gonna? It's possible. Oh, we gosh, could possibly see sleepwalker. <laughs> that would be the, that would that would be the team. That would be like the most left field team up at all. <laughs> it really would. Sure. Out of yeah. nowhere, sleepwalker just comes out and says, "Hey guys, it's me. I'm relevant to this comic somehow." Okay, but in <laughs> fairness, Spencer likes taking taking that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. making oh, yeah. something good. So yeah, mm-hmm. Jr. Let's let's hear some cons out of you. What didn't oh, you boy, like about this one? <laughs> I, I I don't like Moreland. I, I just I, gotta, I never wanted to see Moreland again. I think uh, Mike has, I th- Mike's right. The Sin Eater plot is done. I, I, it's like we should mm-hmm. be that should be over with. We should be winnowing down and getting down to the main thing, not expanding it and you know bringing in more confusion. Um, um, that that was that's that's kind of primarily it. I mean, I yeah. think yeah, Norman, already took yeah. the con. I, huh? <laughs> You took I mean, my think, con. Oh, okay. I mean, I think actually, yeah. I mean, this will probably be wrong or whatever, but I, I, I wonder if Norman's uh, being bonded with the Carnage symbiote when Kindred came to visit him that one time. Uh, Norman had it, kind of gave him some, you know, insight as to who he was dealing with. Because yeah. I mean, what didn't Norman still have the Carnage symbiote at that time, or at least a piece of it, or something? It was, he yeah. was a Ravencroft, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I mean, I think maybe the the symbiote was in kind of could feel that it was hairy or knew that it was hairy or something. I don't know who knows. I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but that was my theory on why Norman knows so much is because of the, uh, the symbiote. My con for these LRs is the spider. What, what what do you call them? Spider losers, JR. Yeah. I I just, with the exception, I like Gwen about to throw miles off the bridge. I, that's the only thing that I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. But they're just worthless. I was looking at a, an image from the, the panel. They're just standing around. There's six people that don't need to be in this book. They're just standing around listening to Doctor Strange. Doctor well, Strange does that, need that, to be I, in this book. That, it, that, it, it was even worse a few issues ago. Remember when they were yeah. astral projections just standing around watching? You know, I, know. <laughs> I mean, they should buy the book if they <laughs> they're like us. They're just sitting around watching what's happening. I mean, so that, I'm tired of these people. That that kind of ties into into my kind of con is that Doctor Strange kind of serves as an expositional vehicle. Like he's there, he's yeah. there to kind of provide, um, you know, magic magic exposition dumps. That's, and that's fine. He he, and, and, he deserves to be here. Silk well, and Sp- Aranya do not. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Oh, but fair. I think that like th- there there is a way to more easily deliver exposition than basically just saying, "Oh, this is what we're going to do," and then they do it. Um, but, but I, I do agree that he has a place there. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of indifferent to the spider family being there. Like, I, I get why they're there. They still need to justify their presence though. Why, 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 why are, why are the spider family there, Neil? You said you understand why they're there. Why are they there? 
Is it what I said earlier about the fact that they're supposed to be there so that way we can show them slowly kind of being cut off to get to the main mm -hmm. point? Because I will say this, at least in this, like, this last one, once they're kind of free from it, as much as it is interesting to watch them go into the astral plane, like, I, it is an interesting story just by itself. I do agree that it's, it's not a part of the main story, and I think yeah. at this point everyone... You know, we I've talked about this. It's I understand like from just reading it to read it. Yeah, totally. I'm here for it. However, looking back at it as like, oh, you're you've been waiting for this for like two years. You don't really want to hear that story. You want to get to the you want to get to the heart of it because yes. it's been and, a long and, time. And, and by the way, Dr. Strange being there makes Julia, Car Julia Carpenter even more of a worse worse yeah and going off of what Kelly said um the spider family I in my in my opinion is there because Peter has been so reliant on the spider family during slots run now that, that now that they're here they're being forcefully separated from him so now he has to deal with the threat himself and while they're doing their own thing in their book Peter is forced to deal with Peter with the threat of kindred by himself and they're basically following in his, I guess, trail of destruction, as it were, and trying to pick up the pieces. It's like an episode I, of Star Trek The Next Generation I, in a weird way. I used to like Julia Carpenter. I liked her in Secret Wars. Okay. I know, JR. I liked her on Avengers West Coast. She was a single mom. She was on the West Coast kicking a butt as the Avengers. Now she's just a... a girl in a coat that doesn't isn't needed when Doctor Strange is there, like Mike but, said. But Brad, the web. The web. That's it. W-E-B Spider-Man. Yeah. She hasn't been the same since Carol beat the shit out of her and took her kid, took her away from her kid. <laughs> this is true. Uh, watch I out, also, watch out, Julius. Like, human eyes coming for you. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm honestly still confused at even why she's there because of like the whole story about Annie being the web we uh, weaver in Spider-Geddon. So I'm sitting here like, so Annie is weaving it and then Jessica has to like interpret it like i don't get what's going on because if that's the case then that makes sense because like a 16 year old girl is weaving this web and that's <laughs> a bunch of problems wow. right there yeah. <laughs> all right we have before we wrap it up uh we have a preview of the next issue so let's take a look at the preview beautiful looking cover by mr gleason i'm looking at this live for the first time i'm oh can you guys see that there's a lot yes. of white here, let me um, so open up the page. new tab. There you go. There you go. Now you guys can see it better. Uh, let's see. So we start in the brownstone. Who's sleeping here? I believe that's, that's Liz. Lily. That's Liz. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you say Lily? Ho Who said Lily? House? I'm I, sorry. I, I, I was, I'm blacking <laughs> out on the mind. She's going to be here in that book. So this is Liz Osborne. Yeah. It's oh, Liz. is this Normie? That's Normie. Yeah. Normie. Oh, oh, what, what is that? Is that a shadow on it? Shadow. Yes. Yeah. It's a shadow. Okay. Oh, it's a centipede. Him. It's a centipede. Oh, daddy's home. <laughs> when I was a boy, I could sleep with anything. Oh, through anything. <laughs> no, Brad. Brad. Oh, Brad. No. Oh, no. 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 When I when I was Good a boy, going, I could sleep through anything. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, is that Normie again? This is Peter. Nope, that's oh. Peter. Oh, and notice the position he's in. Oh, is that when he woke up from the dream after one more day? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at that sleeping position. Yeah, here, I just I just linked you an image. You can compare this page to that image I just linked. 
Uh, here, let me get through it. We'll compare it. Yeah. What? Where am I? Home. Good morning. Rather good afternoon, Tiger. Oh, that's, that's it. it. That's oh, now. That's now. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, Pro gave me an image to compare. Let me copy link address. Uh, so the image is here, and the image Tyler sent me is oh yeah look at that. It is, look at come down the stairs mm-hmm. guess what? That is the, the very first page of brand new day whoa yeah. Here, here's right. a weird here's a weird thought and this is going to sound like a weird one but um with the change in artists i'm wondering if there's also a change in perspective because through 50 because pat gleason's been drawing asm 50 to 52 i'm wondering if this issue takes place from kindred's perspective because it starts with um with with him st- standing over Normie's bed, yeah. and he's like, when I was a boy, I know Kindred's like been monologuing throughout the book in fifty through fifty two, but I'm wondering if like this book takes it place directly from his perspective all the way through. Well, the thing is too is like Kindred has been kind of <laughs> finishing Peter's thoughts a long time, so there's that. But I'm also thinking that because we're seeing deliberate callbacks to oh, this is what would have really happened if um, if Peter hadn't taken if uh, Peter and Mary Jane were still married. This is like this is definitely getting that oh because remember Peter had his nap snap. This is definitely that Peter is kind of like in that limbo yeah you know thing yeah. going on there like so, this is what you could have had Pete if you so had if memory serves wasn't it yeah. Aunt May talking to him at the end of the stairs it was. Unfortunately, yes. it was how, how yeah. creepy is it going to be if Aunt May is calling him Tiger oh it's <laughs> I, I, I don't think Spencer's going to deliberately do that same thing again no, <laughs> of, course, I, of course my conspiracy theory could be simply chalking up Gleason's inability to finish an arc up to like an actual important change in perspective, but yeah, I, I like I to dream. A, I have a slight question. So like the thing is, is like, you know, the last time he was kind of in that weird limbo world and being talked mm-hmm. to, it was, it wasn't May and it really wasn't Annie, but it was basically just the child that they could have had. Yes. Um, trying to talk him out of it. And I'm slightly wondering if like, so now it's probably maybe just showing him what he did have prior but i'm wondering mm. how far we're gonna go in that issue because yeah because i mean throwing all those callbacks like wouldn't you want that callback too could also yeah because i mean we're gonna come i think what we're gonna or we're, i think what we're gonna get it out of this arc ultimately is that Pierre's gonna remember it was will remember that he did make this deal with mephisto but it's not gonna undo one more day that's gonna be the yeah, tragedy of exactly it. It, yeah it, yeah it could, it could also be like for the man who has everything where like this is a dream of what Peter could have had, mm-hmm. but then he realizes it's yeah. not real. It has to go back to uh, reality. You know that thing that it's people like, exist in. Yeah. Nicholas Cage movie where he where he, oh, was, no. where he where he was that uh, stockbroker guy who got hit in the head and he wakes up and he's like, oh, he's a married man in the suburbs. What was the oh, name? Oh, I of thought that? you were talking oh. about Face Off. Oh, Jr. Reaction to the preview we just saw. What's going on here, man? I I, can't, I don't have anything different to add. I mean, it's yeah. uh, you know, uh, I mean, obviously they're referenced directly now. They're really directly referencing one more day, yeah. and uh, fortunately, I mean, if this really, if Kindred really is Harry, he's he's showing he's where he should be. He's showing up in the, mm-hmm. you know, re- picking up the pieces of a lot the life he once had. So yeah. it, 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 it is, is kind of weird because you when you think about it, 
like Spider-Man has been saving Liz and Normie for the last bit, like even recently with the Red Goblin. So Harry's still just yeah. going after him for that. This, this this is basically Spencer like looking one more day, and then he does. What's the name of the guy from Courage the Cowardly Dog? Um, and he goes, "That's it. I'm getting me mallet," and he's gonna beat it yeah. right into us. <laughs> well, if you go back to that Kindred panel, that's very reminiscent of like the end of the Child Within. Go go back to uh back to uh JMD JMD uh, Mateus where. Where you got it because Harry's Harry in his Green Goblin costume standing over Normie, and now you've got mm. him like this. It's very reminiscent of that whole, yeah. whole setup, uh, but which it kind of makes me weird. But you know, because because we also see flashes earlier patients of Liz there, but do we see Stanley, his other son? I don't know. No one remembers him. Who is Stanley? Stanley in a while. Yeah. Stanley is really in his baby. I'm like, if if Harry Lyman is not a real person, who's his daddy? And what is, what is that kid? Yeah. I I, I still spec. I think we speculated about it in discord, Mike, you and I both speculated that it could be like a part of Harry that broke off. Like the, the good part. Yeah. That that redeemed himself in spec 200. Mm-hmm. And then that part that part got brought back during one yeah. more day, going into brand new day. And this is the bad part of Harry that remained in hell. Right. See, I think this is what makes me think there's some kind of demonic possession going on with Harry. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, with, yeah. with those centipedes, um, because I think it's the centipedes that are actually the, 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 the demons, not Harry. Well, uh, so yeah. we have about yeah. fifth. Uh, let's do about ten minutes of taking questions from the audience. Sure. Uh, but first, just for the audio of this podcast, mm-hmm. let's do final thoughts. Mike, final thoughts on this two hours of six issues. Go ahead. Well, I'm glad we're finally getting somewhere with this thing. It's just, but yeah. hopefully can, so Spencer won't keep padding it out. And I will say it's, if it is going where we think it's going, it's like, oh, this is going to be some interesting ramifications afterwards. So right. fingers crossed. We're so. moving forward. We are moving forward. After JR, two years. Thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have anything to add. I think, you know, Mike's sentiments pretty well speak for most of the rest of us. I mean, we're finally glad we're there, or at least we yeah. think we're there. <laughs> I hope we're there. <laughs> uh, you know, so what if we're at the halfway point, Jr.? <laughs> oh God, it's like Bane and King's Batman arc. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey guys, it was me. Hey guys, it was me. Hang on, I'm gonna do my Bane what, voice. What? <laughs> no, that's a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> What Jr. Here's a hypothetical. What if Kindred says, "I'm not. I'm just a number two guy. Here's the big bad red red guy down in hell. He's behind it all. Go take him on." What if we got to do another fifty issues of Mephisto? I don't think we will. But you don't. You think it, we're near the end, huh? Well, I mean, I don't think we're going to do fifty issues of Mephisto. I don't. I don't know where Spencer's yeah. going with this. I don't even want to speculate. But uh, yeah. Tyler, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, even though I was wrong about the identity of Kindred, you know, I was really leaning for Peter Soul uh, corner, but I th- I'm very excited that this obviously is going to be direct uh, addressing one more day in some way, and yes. I think that's something I've wanted for a very long time. So I- yes. I'm super excited to see where this goes and how Spencer Me deals too. with it. Me too, Kelly. Final thoughts. I just want MJ to throw more shade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw a lamp at Mephisto. Yeah. Now, yes. Neil, final thoughts. So um, this was a really good set of months. It's It's been about two since these issues came out, but it's been a very good set of months for Amazing Spider-Man. Excellent. And, in, re- and in, in response to uh, Mike talking about like, how we just finally got here, I will say this. there are, it, it beat two things in terms of time to get out. 
The first was Hobgoblin. The other was Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, so, <laughs> well, yeah. gosh. Cyber- right. that, that's another game that's been taking forever to get. get All right. So get, get. <laughs> Let's take some comments and questions for about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, Daniel says, these streams brought a smile to my face during a difficult week. So, Daniel, well, have- you're welcome, Dan. Nice. Thanks. Uh, it's Friday the 13th in 2020, Dan. I mean, hopefully we're given some kind of light. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, doesn't Stanley have goblin blood? Well, half his daddy is, well, I don't know. Yeah, no, it what was confusing. It was confusing because he's supposed to be, Stanley's supposed to be the child of Harry Osborne and Lily Hollister. Mm-hmm. So he's got double technic- goblin blood. Which, by the way, there's another character we have not that has been mm-hmm. kind of like Lily. No, we no saw Lily. She's, in, she's in Black Cat. Well, well she's going to be. Well, yeah, oh, Lily is in Black Cat. Yeah. Oh, because she's the white the cat thing. thing now. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing with Stanley that I remember from America, like just before American Sun, was it was the fact that like when we found out that Lily like had the Goblin Serum and was cheating on Harry with his dad, um, mm-hmm. you know and and Norman thought it was his kid. And then through DNA testing, they found it was Harry's. Um, from what I understand, that's why like it's, he doesn't have as much goblin blood as you think because mm-hmm. of something with like Harry wasn't taking the serum, et cetera, which also could allude to him being not fully Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think anyone's going that deep. Yeah. I don't really think Stanley's going to be a part of this. Right. <laughs> Radiac yeah. fifty five says, "Don't know about you guys, but Kindred being Harry is something only Norman has said. Still think it's Peter." Uh, yeah. the, the thing, the thing, I, I want to believe, but here's the thing, though. I mean, we saw Kindred looking at the reflection. Obviously, looking at his reflection, that's an indication to the reader that yeah, this is the real that this kindred is Harry somehow. You know? and, but and it's interesting that only the readers and Norman do- knows about yeah. this, but no one else does. So, but and, but that that's a visual clue showing that Norman yeah. is. And going off right. and going off of Spencer's own writing history, he tends to play his reveals fairly straight. Like he might mm-hmm. add components to it later, but when he has the reveal, like with Hydra Cap. It was it was real, but there was components added into it that add further context. Yeah. To well, I kind of about that Hydra Cap thing. I think there was a lot of pressure from Marvel for him to kind of change that to make it like, oh, here's Hydra Cap, and then here's real Cap, because there was a lot of people who were upset with that little Hydra Cap reveal about maybe that this was that Hydra Cap was the real Steve Rogers. Yeah, and so I think he was there was some editorial pressure to make him change it somehow. But that's why Secret Wars was good. I'm talking talking about like the immediate follow up to the initial reveal. Like they reveal what happened to get to Hydra Cap. Not necessarily like not necessarily the end of Secret Empire when Steve comes out of the cosmic cube. Yeah. But 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 like the the initial reveal of like here's Hydra Cap, and then the next issue they immediately revealed like the context behind that reveal. Like here's here's what happened in Avengers standoff that led to Hydra cap being revealed. And yeah. that's what I, and that's it, Bane, it makes your dreams come true. Okay. Um, Nintendo Over wants her- to know, Oh, let me hear a Muppet Bane. Go ahead. One more time. Well, perhaps you'll wonder why you would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> Muppet Bane. <laughs> Muppet Bane. Was life for me's issue numbering intentional to make us think of Kingpin's debut story? I don't, I, mm. are, is he talking about it? ASM 51, which was Kingpin's first appearance. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah, that was. Uh, okay. Uh, Woot. Reading Spider-Man's fun again, says Mike Murdoch. I would agree. Uh, Adam's been enjoying Spider-Man since slot left. 
Uh, Mike is still feeling the burn from the last 10 to 15 years. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I remember MJ smashing Jonathan Caesar in the face with a lamp when he kidnapped her. She's there particular about bludgeoning her stalking victims. Yeah. Throwing shade. Stalking power. <laughs> ah, I got yeah. it with the lamp. Hey. I remember the Mark Wade arc where everyone was trying to steal Stanley. All the villains, says Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the six sinister six. Yeah. 600 story uh-huh. which yeah. kind of got yeah which kind of got altered a little bit but if but, the yeah. marriage comes back will the whole panel sing kung fu fighting in their honor yes i do yeah. not sing <laughs> i'm here for this you, mm-hmm. I, I, i'm yeah i'm down kindred is normie osborne all grown up that would well it's funny it's not so far-fetched because normie osborne since brandon day has been like almost like has that dose of damien um Born vibes going on, yeah, if you okay. notice. He always had that, though. And that's the thing. That's what makes him... I I love the stupid character. I adore him in all forms. He's the hero, though, because he almost killed Aunt May for putting raisins in her cookies. He's How? the real okay, hero. He should have killed her. That's his That's his major <laughs> yes, thing right that, that that that's, that's what. That's what gives uh, Go Down Swinging like a very low grade is because Normie <laughs> didn't kill Aunt May, and that's the worst part of the story. We have a Sins Past question. How come Harry's kid Stanley doesn't have progeria? Is, Proge- uh, progeria. Progeria, uh, like his Aunt Sarah and Uncle Gabe. Because I think it's because the, the Goblin formula is a, the Goblin formula is kind of a knockoff, I assume, is the is the mm. logic behind it. Radix yeah. says good points. I'm still happy that one more day is being addressed. Why would Harry want to touch OMD? Yeah, that's a good quote because I well, think it's yeah. He, go he ahead. didn't have he didn't have consent in him coming back. Oh yeah, and also and also and also Peter kind of throwing away his sacrifice essentially, or at least part of it. Yeah. Well, and here's yeah. the other thing too, because part of that deal was that Peter's secret identity would go away, right? And so if Harry kind of remembered. That Peter was Spider-Man, he would also feel kind of slighted, like, "Oh my gosh, you've been—you you were still even after you st- you even you still lied, tried to lie to me, stuff like that too." Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I definitely think there's something Harry has seen about One More Day that we haven't seen yet, or like that, mm-hmm. that we we he got to experience, like see what Peter did or something like that. By the yeah. way, I, I like the Bionicle stuff, Radiac. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yes. Vinkman says, whenever I hear Stanley, I keep thinking Stanley. Well, that was. Yeah. Because that's what we're going little. for. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I forgot about Normie Carnage again, said Adam. I assume it's the rapid aging that Sarah is. Yeah. Yes, so, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we're going to take about a five minute break. We're going to be back at nine. And we're going to tell you about our Patreon show, what episodes we're going to uh, review. I think it's 11 books, I think. Uh, oh, my gosh. You guys are going to be uh, 11. Okay. <laughs> well, Mike, wait for King in Black. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike, you want to oh, review that Namor series? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I think I'm I'm, I'm up to my eyeballs with uh, X of Swords at the moment. Oh, I, I didn't even touch <laughs> it. Stabbing, or as I would like call it, stabbing sticks, the X-Men story. Oh yeah, God. pretty much. <laughs> That's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. 
log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.